Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The things when I heard the news I didn't mean to call Cliff that I can't remember what you ran Or if you liked the three Please help Steve Please help us fly Got another point guard And we are starting with Welcome into the 11 o'clock hour on the Nick Wilson Show. If you missed a second of the first hour of the show, WFNC.com for the full hours, bits, and interviews. That is the Hack Song of the Week. So if you missed the beginning of the show, I missed the beginning of the Hack Song because I was too busy running my big mouth talking to Jessica Charman and our boss, Jeff Rickard. So uh, this is the first full here. I had only caught like the final 15 seconds of the Hack Song. Well done. Well done. It is uh, Hornets-based, and that seems to be the only news we get. We did meet Steve Clifford again, like four times earlier this week. I like it. Send in your grades on the Hack Song of the Week, 704-570-9610. We'll have uh, listens at noon, and then at 1.40, Hacksaw will join us uh, ahead of the bequeathal. Uh, we'll give him his grades uh, to his face. So I like what we heard from there. We've got plenty to get to in this hour. Five questions coming up an hour early at 1140. The five questions that I have that I'm burning to ask everybody here. But we were just talking about uh, the huge news yesterday. USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. It is official now. There are whispers that more programs could be on the way. And anybody fitty and I, I, I said that Jim Phillips needs to discover some testicular fortitude if he wants to save the ACC. Well, when you think of that kind of fortitude, you think of Itty Bitty Fitty and myself, and we're going to show the fortitude, and we are going to divvy up the remaining programs of interest in college athletics with the Nick Wilson and Itty Bitty Fitty College Athletics Super Draft. Welcome in, everybody, and I would like to point out Itty Bitty Fitty. We did settle the number one pick debate with a coin flip. You chose tails, and it came up? It came up heads. So I do have the number one pick here. So there's a little strategery here. Because I know if I don't make this program my number one pick, I know what your number one pick's going to be. Ah. So my number one pick, I will be taking... With the number one pick in the 2022 <laughs> Nick Wilson and Itty Bitty Fitty College Athletic Super Draft, Nick Wilson, that's me, selects 
No, the you're North the Big Carolina, Ten. The North Carolina. Oh, what did I say? You said Nick Wilson selects. I said Nick Wilson and the Big Ten <laughs> selects the North Carolina Tar Heels. Mm. Mm. The reality is, I actually think this is way bigger of a target for the Big Ten. than One, it gets you into the Carolinas. Two, it does fit up, uh, dovetails up. Obviously, you've got uh, Maryland and North Carolina in the region already. Um, and three, from a basketball perspective, it is a huge brand. And from a football brand, even though they haven't had a lot of success, it's still a pretty significant football brand as well. Well, and look, this is not me just talking because I'm a Tar Heel fan. Mm -hmm. But like Pete Thamel said this yesterday. That brand is desirable. Everybody knows that baby blue. Yeah. Like, you see that baby blue, you see the Argyle, you think of Carolina, you think of Michael Jordan. So, I, I imagine it could be a bidding war. I think so. Between the Big Ten and the SEC to get Carolina in their respective conferences. So, uh, smart pick out of you to get the draft underway. All right. Now, it is time for you to make your first pick. All right. With the second pick. Oh, wait, wait. Now, there you go. In the 2022 Conference Realignment Super Draft, the SEC and Josh Marlowe select the Clemson Tigers. All right. I kind of figured that that was going to go one of, of two ways there. Um, that's a really great football move. It also fits, obviously, because you have South Carolina as well, mm -hmm. and you've got the Georgia teams. That one makes sense. There's yeah. there's no shame in that, uh, that decision there. Got to preserve the great rivalries. South Carolina-Clemson's a good rivalry. You could then really bring back the Clemson-Georgia rivalry, which was great in the late and early 1980s. So, and that Clemson is an SEC is an SEC football school in the ACC. Mm -hmm. so I like that. Makes a lot of sense. And Dabo versus Saban and Jimbo. The amount of sound bites we get from those three morons. And and Kirby. Oh yeah. Like this just it's it's like a it's like a Nick Saban off. Hey guys. That's my that's that's my Kirby. Is that your Kirby? Yeah. All right, now give me give me your Dabo. Hey guys. Uh, Dabo, uh, yeah, we're just we're little old Clemson. Okay, give me your Nick Saban. Um. Um. Okay. <laughs> you might want to workshop those a little bit. Uh, if you're just joining us. Uh, Itty bitty fitty and I are impatient. We're not willing to wait for the rest of college athletics to play out the desecration of the, the Power Five conferences. So we're going to desecrate them ourselves. That brings us to the number three pick in the 2022 Nick Wilson, Itty Bitty Fitty College Athletics Super Draft. And the Big Ten selects, reels in, wrangles in Notre Dame. Oh, it, it kind of, I don't know, I don't know how important the Big Ten is, or rather, Notre Dame is to the Big Ten, but it's just, it's kind of like the North Carolina thing. It's such a strong brand that I don't think you can do anything but reel in that kind of brand. Because if you're talking Notre Dame, North Carolina, USC, and I think that's another thing. The other reason why this, I didn't go elsewhere with the number two pick, why Notre Dame has to be a top two pick to me in the Big Ten is simple. Because Notre Dame versus USC is now preserved. Notre Dame versus Michigan and Michigan State is now preserved. I think that I, this one was brand plus rivalries just made too much damn sense. You know, you were asking earlier, what was that weird thing that exists between Notre Dame and the Big Ten outside of them being in Big Ten country? Mm -hmm. The Big Ten asked Notre Dame to join the conference when they added certain schools in the 80s and the 90s. They told them no over a TV deal with NBC. 
That's the big reason why. Mm -hmm. And now there's just so much money where it, it makes a logic sense. And the Big Ten adding a Carolina and a Notre Dame after getting UCLA and USC. I mean, now, now you got two heavyweights. This is Ali Frazier. So now we are to, let's see, that makes the Big Ten at 18 schools. Mm -hmm. Itty bitty fitty. Will you be select? Will, will you be using the fourth pick? In your in the draft, yes, and with the fourth pick in the 2022 Super Collegiate Conference Draft, we're changing the name every time we do it. <laughs> the SEC goes west, and they select the Oregon Ducks. Ah, duck me! <laughs> quack quack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is a known fact on the show when you see cows, you have to moo at them. Do you quack at ducks too? Absolutely. Because I quack at ducks, I do not moo at cows. Oh, I did. I'll even buck at chickens if I'm really Randy. Oh, oh, and when I see a a, a goat or you know a sheep, mm -hmm. oh, oh, it's like it's like immediate. It just right. comes out. So, so why did you go Oregon over some of the other uh, foot powerhouses that are out there? They've got uh, first off Phil Knight, a lot of money. They've got great facilities, and if if the Big Ten can have the the beaches of California, the SEC could have the Pacific Northwest, and. Uh, and whatever else is out there, <laughs> all all of the pot that just exists out there, like you. Would, <laughs> so so we're bringing herb to the SEC. That's what you're doing. Herb Dabo, Herb Jimbo, Herb Kirby. <laughs> all right, all right. Nope, now we're doing it. Give me your Dabos, or give me who was the first one you did? I said was it Herb Jimbo? Herb. Okay, give me Jimbo on the herb. You know uh, where I come from. That's a you, that's Southern say, Donald sir, Trump, sir, man. Uh, okay, you got slapped upside the head. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the number three pick. Or sorry, my third pick. Now with the number five pick in the Nick Wilson itty bitty fitty collegiate super draft. This one's maybe the toughest one. The first two, I knew how I wanted the board to fall. Uh, I'm going to go. With the Miami Hurricanes. Mm. And this was the reason why I went here. Miami, Notre Dame, USC. Again, the the Miami brand has not lived up to what Miami's capable of. It is a capable basketball program. So, And then when you look at the football side of things, Miami versus Notre Dame is a great rivalry to have within this. The Catholic versus convicts coming back. So to have that as part of your yearly series is just too good to pass up for me. Whew. That was one that was, you know, it was on the board, as Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper like to say. Did I do what uh, other people do to me in my fantasy drafts all the time, where you've got a name in queue and the bastard takes it, literally one pick in front of you? Yeah, that happens to me a lot. But I feel like, you know, that might have been just a little bit of a reach. Oh, which now you don't means think Miami's a top five pick. If we're looking at ACC, Big 12, and uh, Pac-12 remaining schools. So if you're going to reach, I'm going to reach with the sixth pick. And with the sixth pick in the 2022 Super Collegiate Conference Draft, don't do it, don't do it. the SEC selects Kyle Bailey's Virginia Tech Hokies. Oh, okay. All righty. Um, show your work. So I feel like Virginia Tech... You get that that market. Mm -hmm. um, that, look, 
as bad as they've been the last four to five years because their head coach, whose name I'm just now blanking on right now. Uh, Justin Fuente. Yeah, Justin Fuente was just a total tool. They <laughs> love they love their football. They they still think they they can be a great program. The SEC gives them that prestige. And also, Mike Young has built a reputable basketball program in Blacksburg as well. And then you can just add Sandstorm to all the great interests in the SEC. All righty. It's right there. So here are the first three picks for the Big Ten. Me, Nick Wilson, on behalf of the Big Ten. North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Miami. IBF, itty-bitty fitty, on behalf of the SEC. The Clemson Tigers, Oregon Ducks, and Virginia Tech. Hokies. That brings us to the seventh pick in the Nick Wilson, itty-bitty fitty, collegiate super draft, which we've changed about 150 times now, <laughs> the naming of it. I will select the Florida State Seminoles. Ah, yeah. And I, I was I was giving you the opportunity yeah. to take him with Clemson. You reached, so I reached. But Florida State, to me, you put North Carolina, Notre Dame, Miami, and Florida State in the Big Ten. You have you. I think you're the superior conference in both football and basketball. Mm. Yeah, I know it's a good. One. All right, real quick, because we got to start rattling through here, because we got a couple picks left. What do you All have? All right, with the ninth pick. The eighth pick. The, or the eighth pick. I have the uh, odds. You have the evens. The SEC goes out west again, and they get Oregon's rival, the Washington Huskies. Ooh, all right. Uh, with the ninth pick in the whatever the hell we're calling this draft, <laughs> the Big Ten selects Don't the Kansas me. Jayhawks. Okay. All right. Now it's your turn. And with the tenth pick, I thought you were going to explain yours. I got to do this, and it hurts that I got to pick them. I, I know I should have. Oh, son the, of a. The SEC selects NC State just because Vandy needs somebody to beat, and they can beat that Wolfpack ass. All right. Then with the 11th pick. Oh, no, in, we stopped at 10. Nope, nope. We're going to six. At the With the 11th pick, and whatever the hell we're calling this draft, I select the Duke Blue Devils. What do you have there for your uh, the twelfth and final pick of the Nick Wilson and Itty Bitty Fitty Super Draft? We got to have some academics to to to, to <laughs> I know balance exactly all where of you're this. Going. I know exactly where you're going. The SEC selects Stanford. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going Virginia. I thought you were going. No, Stan we already Fleet. got Virginia Tech. We don't need their little brother and Tony Elliott. No. All right. Give me Stanford in that tree. All right. So the Big Ten selects in the Super Draft uh, the North Carolina, Notre Dame, Miami, Florida State, Kansas, and Duke. Itty Bitty Fitty selects Clemson, Oregon, Virginia Tech, Washington, NC State, and Stanford. It's as if I was like, I'm going to get every brand I can get to just blow this thing out of the water. And the SEC was like, we've got enough good brands. <laughs> you know what? You just take them, Big Ten. Who won the Super Draft? We'll get uh, we'll put those up on Twitter, let you guys vote. However, when we come back, LaMelo and recruiting. Sports Radio 92.7 FNC. Radio 92.7 FNZ, our new boss, Jeff, great guy, but he totally just couched his thoughts on the super draft. I kicked itty bitty fitty's ass and Jeff is too nice. Jeff already had to pay me $10 yesterday and, and now 
Uh, I won. Look at it right now. At Nick Wilson says, look at the super draft cache. All right. North Carolina, Notre Dame, Miami, Florida State, Kansas, and Duke. I made the Big Ten the premier super conference. That also means that they would get to, let's see, they're 14 now, six teams. That's 20 teams. I still could have added Virginia. I still could have added, that actually probably would have, if we had gone deeper than six rounds, Virginia probably would have been my seventh pick. I love how Jeff was like, well, if I didn't know the names, I could have answered this more honestly. Yeah. Because I'm already on his case about my apple pies. Yep. And had he chosen your draft over mine, that would have been two things I've been complaining about. That's true. He knew. I mean, like playing the long game there. That's a smart move by Jeff. I will admit that you beat me, mm-hmm. but I will, all, you know, I think we were neck and neck. I went North Carolina. You went Clemson. That was a great counter. But where I made the long term bet, because I needed North Carolina basketball, just North Carolina basketball in and of itself. I also knew you were not taking Duke under any circumstance. Nope. So that locked in two picks for me. And more importantly, Whoever you took, if you took Notre Dame one, I would have reacted with Clemson. Yep. I was at a disadvantage. And, and vice versa. Uh, no, whoever had the, uh, me having the first pick put you at a disadvantage. Yeah. I didn't have, like, had you gone Notre Dame with the first pick, had you had it, it, it would not have impacted me that much. Because mm-hmm. there were, to me, the biggest programs to be divvied up were Notre Dame, Clemson, Oregon, Miami, Florida State, Kansas, Duke, and North Carolina. That, to me, was, you know, everybody beyond that, like, Washington, great. Virginia Tech, great. Virginia, great. NC State, fine. Like, even left, you know, Oklahoma State has been another one. Fine programs. But I was just looking, I was just money hunting. That's all I was doing. Did you ever used to play the NCAA football game? Yes. Did I ever? Like, I'm a bread-blooded American male. Of course I did. So remember when they introduced the ability to make the conferences whatever you wanted them to? Mm Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's like that's now like exactly what's happening. Wasn't there wasn't there like a limit though? Couldn't you not have more than a certain amount of teams? Because I remember it I, was like sixteen. It was like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hated that because I I wanted to do I was going to do two super conferences and I was going to do two super I I called them minor conferences because I was cute like that. But yeah, I really I, I that to me is how I wanted to use the video game. So hopefully that's how I'll be able to use it. Yeah. Do you think you'll be able to like set it back as it was? I, I heard, I think I saw T-Bone tweet about this. Do you think if you wanted to in the new next year, when they launch college football video game 2.0, you think you'll be able to go back to five power conferences or will they hamstring you in that way? I really hope so because we live in this era where you can pretty much do anything with online gaming and stuff like that. So I hope I hope there's a version where you could just play the game like it straight up in the in the old fashioned times. I would really like it because you know they've got. I've said I think they need to have an athletic department head uh, role, like you know how in uh, Madden you can be the owner, you can be the head coach, you can be the GM, mm-hmm. and they're all very similar. But like you can't be fired as an owner, obviously. Um, I would really like it if they gave you those similar, like you can be commissioner of college football or of a conference. Or like an AD. Then you can be an AD, and then you can be a head coach. Because yeah. that, that way, I, I'd i be a ruthless. I, I'm the opposite of Jim Phillips. I As a conference commissioner, I would, I would end up having the superior conference. That's the kind of uh, conference commissioner testicular fortitude that Nick Wilson has. Uh, Wolfpack James saying IBF drafting NC State when even I <laughs> can got, get his own school just made my day. That is fair. That is fair. I 
I was pretty shocked when you took NC State. Because I thought you were going Duke, and that would have ruined my plans. Because I was going to take Duke with the final pick, thinking that you wouldn't take Duke. In the meantime, uh, not only do we have huge realignment in the, world, in the world of college athletics, we also have huge realignment in the NBA. And we don't really have, I mean, Jalen Brunson to the Knicks is the biggest deal we have right now. And it's funny because Jalen Brunson chose five years, $100 million in Dallas over four years, $100 million in New York. It's apparent Jalen Brunson wanted to go to New York and he wanted to hit free agency a year earlier. Outside of that, the biggest news in the NBA from a player movement standpoint is Kevin Durant asking for a trade yesterday. And I, I just want to get this out there because I, I love the ambition of Hornets fans. No, I don't think Kevin Durant is coming to Charlotte. I don't know why I feel like I have to burst that bubble. I also don't know that Kevin Durant would be the best play because he's 34. You know what? Maybe this is fair. Would you take two years of Kevin Durant if it meant that Kevin Durant in LaMelo went to the NBA Finals? I don't know that they won it, but they went to the NBA Finals. Would you take two years of that over the next six years of what could be with LaMelo pending his legal situation, Miles, and the rest of the Hornets roster? Because I wouldn't take the win now stuff. I know why a lot of – you are not wrong if you say, we've never been to the NBA Finals, we've never been to the Eastern Conference Finals, just give me two years of that and let's see what happens with LaMelo afterwards. You're not wrong to suggest that shortcut. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a two-year run here over the next two years over a six- to eight-year run with the rest of the talent on this roster. I, I, I can't do it. 704-570-9610. I don't think Kevin Durant is coming to Charlotte. I'm pretty certain Kevin Durant would not be a target here for Charlotte. Here's an interesting thing, though. He doesn't have a, a no-trade clause. So do you want Mitch to pick that phone up? Because it's going to take everything you got. They would have to be willing to to ink Miles as part of a sign-and-trade. But, like, Terry Rozier, Miles, PJ, um, all your youngins, your roster is going to be Kevin Durant and Lamelo if you're going to if you're going to swing that kind of trade. Itty bitty fitty. Would you want him to pick up the phone? Would you want Mitch to to just gauge what the the price might be? He at least has to make the call, right? Like like you can't come out of this process and say, yeah, we didn't call Brooklyn. Like you just got to gauge the interest, see what it's going to cost. Because if you could, if if there was a scenario where you could get him here mm -hmm. and still field a competitive team. Mm -hmm. After, I mean, you'd, you'd effectively become the Nets. You would be you'd be signing the Andre Drummonds, although he signed in uh, I think it was Denver uh, for a one year deal, or you know Chicago on a two year deal. But you'd you'd be getting the the Blake Griffins, the uh, you'd be getting those kind of guys to play around Lamelo and and KD. But like, we've been talking for the last week or so. How how do you come out? of this horrific offseason where you fired your head coach, you hired a guy who backed out on you, your star player gets arrested for domestic violence. You you find a way to swing a trade for Kevin Durant, and you got two years of him and LaMelo, at least, and you're competitive? I, I always look at this. What's the downside of the move? He tears his Achilles and never plays for you? Yeah, that's significant. Because the upside is... 
if you were either to get to the Eastern Conference Finals both years, or if you, if if uh, KD and Lamelo, let's say they even won a title here, Lamelo probably stays long term. You're you're hedging that against if Kevin Durant comes in and next playoffs tears his Achilles, you're probably expediting losing Lamelo, considering what you have to give up for him. I also am, uh, I'm I'm in love with the idea of when you and I talked about this off the air, Fitty. Uh, you were talking about Lamelo's recruiting pitch. I actually went the other way. If if this let, let's just say here, let's say that Kevin Durant favors Steve Clifford. Kevin Durant, Kevin Kevin Durant will be okay to come to Charlotte. Where on like Kevin Durant's first day in Charlotte, if a deal was struck, where does Lamelo take KD on day one in Charlotte? It can't just be the cereal bar, like right on. Oh, oh he, that's probably where he would take him. Because well, Lamelo's a little basic. Doesn't he take him to the uh, the condo where the, the Cam condo? Yeah, where, where, where Cam has brought back women, where Lamelo <laughs> brings back women. Hey, I heard Cam did this over here with this. Like, what's the point of taking him back to Cam's condo, even though it's Lamelo's? They now. could have a nickname right off the bat. The Splash Brothers. I think that's taken. Or or a different kind of brothers. All right. Uh, <laughs> where, if uh, if if Lamelo started recruiting Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant does not have a lot of say in where he goes, so this is an important part here. But if if Lamelo started to recruit Kevin Durant to come here, even short term, one, would you want that deal to happen? Kevin's just a lot older. You, the only way that you validate that move is if in Kevin Durant's time here in Charlotte, he wins a title. Then that would completely change his legacy, by the way. Winning a title in Charlotte. The same way winning a title in Cleveland would change LeBron's. But if LaMelo were to recruit Kevin Durant here to Charlotte via a super trade, everything's super today, via a trade, where should LaMelo take KD on a recruiting pitch? Because I would have said Price's Chicken Coop day one. Because that was one of the first things I got down here, guys. It was actually it was after my tryout. But I remember having Price's Chicken Coop Chicken for the first time, and I still haven't tasted chicken like that in the rest of my time here. Love all the fast food chicken we talk about. Love a lot of the fr uh, fried chicken in town. Actually, pretty good fried chicken in, in uh, grocery stores here. But nothing has come close to the fried chicken of our friends at Price's Chicken Coop. The problem is that's out. So where is it going? 704-570-9610. Where should LaMelo take Kevin Durant on a recruiting pitch? And I don't even think... I don't even think that the... Somebody saying... Um, well, bagel guy saying you guys are wrong. You're looking at Brooklyn wrong. Construct a deal around Hayward and Booknight for Simmons and Harris. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a no go for me. Um, that that's an absolute no go for me. The way he reacted when getting to—I don't think Ben Ben Simmons wants to play basketball. Ben Simmons was hand delivered into a spot with two superstars in in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and I don't know how legitimate this back issue is. And I think you guys know me well enough that you guys know I don't. Fa I don't. I'm not like. I'm not trying to fabricate anything or say anything personal about anybody. I don't know Ben Simmons really wants to play in the NBA. Moose 
And Go Panthers guy said Steak 48, including Steak 48 with Norfleet. We want him to come here. All right, you add Norfleet to the – Norfleet's going to try and buck up at Kevin Durant. He's going to try and, and big dog him. And Katie's, Katie's such a beta that if, if Fleet flexed on him at Steak 48 – Kevin Durant would retire and and just spend the rest of his days on Twitter, crap tweeting, Stan Norfleet. That's how that would work. Alpha Stan Norfleet's too much of an alpha to be in the same room with Kevin Durant at Stake Forty Eight. We want we want Kevin Durant to come here. Uh, co- uh, couch Coach Kyle saying you should probably take him to the Lambo dealership to pick out a neon colored car. What if? What if? Each Hornet just had a different neon color. Like, LaMelo's got the neon orange. I know LaMelo's got like 17 neon uh, neon colored cars. But LaMelo takes the orange. Maybe Katie gets the green or blue. Um, Terry gets the purple. I'm just trying to think of who would get each one. The Lambo dealership's pretty damn good, by the way. Uh, 704 never saying, got to go to the shell on east and south. Uh, if they have a lead fried chicken, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's exactly where Kevin Durant should go because uh, it, it wooed over Matt Rule there. All right, guys. Uh, Kevin Durant. I don't think it's that likely. I, I, I don't think it's likely at all. But Kevin Durant doesn't have as much say in where he goes. Would you be willing for the Hornets? With Kevin Durant two years removed from the Achilles injury, Kevin Durant at 34 years old, would you be okay if the Hornets paid the farm, essentially, to get Kevin Durant here to play with LaMelo Ball? Five questions, five burning questions. Next, Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ. Radio 92.7 FNZ. We got 60 minutes until the gold brick ceremony today. The four best moments from the show this week. They're already up at WFNZ on Twitter. And you can listen to them and vote. Uh, Let's just say loaded. Absolutely loaded week for gold brick candidates. That's coming up in 60 minutes. Bobby Carpenter. We'll have him grade our super draft that we did at, uh, you know, he's a big tenor. So I drafted on behalf of the Big Ten, and uh, I won, of course. But I drafted on behalf of the Big Ten. Edie Beattie Fitty acted as the SEC representative, as he is the Southerner on the show. We'll have Bobby uh, grade our individual super draft results. In the meantime, let's get to our five key questions. Now, if this is the first time hearing the bit, we do it every day at 1240. Today, because of the gold brick and we've got Dave Damashek at one, we've moved it up to 1140. And this kind of fits in with our super draft conversation. I said earlier that Jim Phillips, the, the ACC commissioner, if he really wants to have this conference exist in 10 years, he needs to do something big. It starts with Notre Dame, and then he's got to go big fish hunting post that. So I'll ask you, Itty Bitty Fitty, what programs should the ACC target in conference realignment? Notre Dame, West Virginia, and Oregon make the most sense. If you want to be bold, and that's what we're asking Jim Phillips to do, try to pry, and this would be difficult as hell, if you could pry a South Carolina from the SEC or a Penn State away from the Big Ten, 
that would be a game changer as well for the life preservation of the ACC. I would I would love South Carolina in the ACC. I just don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know the financial promise you make that's going to make up the difference between <laughs> the Big Ten money and the ACC. I think it starts with Oregon, Notre Dame, and West Virginia. And then I think you need to continue taking big swings after that. Whatever those are. Because financially, like, if that's OK State, I don't think it would be. But Kansas, from the basketball perspective, I think you need to – I think you – I think the best way you can make a big, bold play and say that you're here for good is if you, Jim Phillips, target enough schools to get to 20 teams. SEC and Big Ten are so replete with great programs, especially in football, that they've been able to do this two at a time. They've been able to piecemeal it. Yeah. You can't. You got to make one big swing to get to 20 teams to, to lock in your conference. All right, number two. Netflix crashed apparently last night after um, after net uh, the the new see the new episodes of Stranger Things dropped. Which website or app crashing would upset you the most, anybody fitty? Uh, I'll remain professional here. <laughs> oh, that's that's what I expect out of you. Um, Twitter. Really? I I don't, I don't think I would be that triggered if Twitter just went away for a month, a week. I almost. Not, I almost decided to not go to the Charlotte FC game just so I could have refreshed my Twitter feed for all the Woj bombs coming during free agency. I live on Twitter. Mm. I think uh, Amazon for me. Amazon, I need to be able to buy dumb crap like my slot dog, my hot dog cutter. My I Hawaiian need, shirt. It was five bucks that I got the slot dog on Amazon. At any point, I need the ability to buy something small and minute to make myself feel better about the direction of my life. So Amazon crashing, and I wouldn't know. I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. How does do I have to go? How does one to go to the store? Where do you? What store do you buy this at anymore? You just I go to know. Twitter and find out. Nope, nope, won't do that because I'll be too busy being upset and refreshing Amazon. So the first two questions: What program should the ACC target in conference realignment, and which? website or app crashing would upset you the most it is bobby bonilla day so number three is what is the best contract in sports history it's got to be i i always go the modern contracts that tom brady signed Uh uh-huh because you got him on a on a value deal every time he re-signed a contract Mm -hmm. he's the greatest quarterback in the history of pro football and he was never paid as the best player in football, which he has been for quite some time. Well, I think Bobby Bonilla is the clear winner. Yes. But there are plenty of instances where guys have retired and their contracts have had 10 years down the road, small payments start. I don't know any of them off the because Bobby Bonilla is the most famous, but there are guys who in like who are playing now who are about to retire who in 2027 get like a $5 million check and it goes on for like 10 years. Yeah, Tony Romo had it where like he's been retired now 6 years and I think his payments just stopped. Yeah. With all that deferred money is what they is what you see the technical term. That's just retirement pay. The funny thing is, Bobby went $1.13 million a year for 24 years. Because it started in 2011 for Bobby Bonilla, uh-huh. and it goes all the way to 2035. That's just enough money for me to keep working, but just live a slightly more... Uh, no, I want to say slightly. 
a lot more lavish lifestyle. Because after taxes, that's probably about 600k a year. 600k a year on top of me, not enough for me to not work. But it is enough for me to party a hell of a lot more and probably care less about work, if that makes sense. Uh, number four, what sports moment would you like to erase from history? This is apropos of nothing. I just thought of it earlier today. 2016 national title game. In all of sports, that's the one. That that game haunts me more to this day than... I was more emotional about that loss than family members passing away. That's okay. Well, if it's like your great Aunt Jenny and it was her time, I don't think that's really applicable. <laughs> uh, I'll probably say the 95 World Series. Actually, no, 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 no. That was a great team. Uh, Cleveland losing to Atlanta. That was that pitching staff deserved a title. 97. The, the, the Florida Marlins at the time bought uh, a, a title. Did Wayne Heisinger. And that one chapped my ass. Losing in Game 7 to a team that didn't belong there, that was four years into their existence, pissed me off, and I'm still a little bitter about it. That's the one. Right there. I'd erase that from history. What what non-sport, like, not, what, what sports moment that is of, of our teams would be the first one for you to erase? Like, for me, it would probably be... Maybe the Malcolm Butler interception? Hmm... I actually think of moves that teams in town have made. Like, uh, I would erase Derek Brown as the seventh pick, and I would have traded up. For, for I had to get Herbert. Ah. That's a hindsight move. Or I would have taken Justin Fields last year. I like J.C. Uh, Horn a lot, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's one. Maybe maybe the, uh, maybe the, uh, the, the, the phantom pass interference call. Uh, L.A. versus New Orleans, yeah. just so we didn't have to have that year of pass interference being reviewable because Sean Payton threw a big old hissy fit because he's a big old baby. Uh, all right, number five, what's your porn name? So how this works is it's a pet name that you've had, plus the last name is a street you grew up on. Have you oh. not had any pets? Are you gonna have a one name? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Route 22. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going like you said, like legit, like before you explained what it had to be. Because my porn name, whenever I submit my application, is JD. It's just my two first initials combined. I'm JD Marlowe. So and that guy just, sounds like he could do a thing or two with the damage. Sheets. JD Marlowe? <laughs> is that what you would go with? Is JD Marlowe? Uh, that yes. sounds like a crappy middle reliever for the Mets. <laughs> Not a guy slinging ham on the video. But when he's done, like, hey, I'm JD Marlowe. Like, I mean, like, like that, like that is guy. The, is that your JD Marlowe porn voice? Yes. Uh, that's like, go ahead, give it, give it to me again. That's what she said. Hey. J.D. Marlowe. Uh, uh, you, you ordered pizza? <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to fix your toilet. <laughs> I'm here to fix your plumbing is the correct way. <laughs> um, okay, so dog in a street that I named on. Um, ooh. That's really tough because I've, I've lived on like weird names of streets. Like <laughs> that, that makes it better. Got like Cooper Blue Jay. Huh. Cooper's the dog lived on Blue Jay Road. So, yeah, Cooper Blue Jay... It's not a mainstream artist. I'll say that. Uh, 704 number saying Titan Wrangler. I, I bet you are. I bet you are Titan Wrangler. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ooh. 
Uh, Logo704. Tuckasiji Puda. <laughs> okay, that sounds worse. Um, all right, so mine is pet name. Uh, Klaus, so I'm German. Klaus Hemlock. Uh, so I'm like I'm like the Ron Jeremy era. Of like where, where people took acting in these sort of videos uh, seriously. That's what mine sound like. Ooh, 786 uh, number saying Pete Leinberger. Okay. Uh, Stoney Jones saying Tiffany Hillcrest. That actually just sounds like an actress on 90210 in 1994. <laughs> uh, trophy Husband saying uh, Sox Treesdale. That's pretty strong. Yeah. Sox Treesdale can deliver the wood. Uh, <laughs> Timothy saying Amos Wood Creek. Dear God. We know what website. I love how the text line blows up when we ask for porn names because <laughs> they just have these things ready to go. <laughs> like my J.D. Marlowe. Uh, ooh, 704 number saying Charlie Woodland. Uh, Kyle F. Uh, Pepper Sunset. That's a great. That's like, that's right up there with Dirk Diggler, Pepper Sunset. That is strong. And then J.D. Gore saying Poker Lee. <laughs> All right, is poker the name of the street or is poker the name of the uh, the animal that you had there? Uh, so here are the uh, five questions today. What program should the ACC target in conference realignment? What, uh, Which website or app crashing would upset you the most? What is the best contract in sports history? What sports moment would you like to erase from history? And what's your adult acting, a.k.a. porn name? Here's another one. Buffy Seville. That just sounds like a like a silent movie actor in the 1920s. Oh, it's Buffy Seville. He's back again. Here to sling the meat. All right, guys, that does it for uh, our five questions. Answer those at Nick Wilson says and on the Garage Door Guru text line when we come back. Bobby Carpenter will go ahead and give us his thoughts. Big Ten legend will share his thoughts in the Big Ten Shaking up the college athletics world with more conference realignment on Sports Radio 92.7 FNC.